Chapter 33 of Fairy Stories My Children Love Best of All This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Matt Bounds Fairy Stories My Children Love Best of All by Edgar Dubbs Scheimer How Ariadne Helped Theseus Many years ago, Minos, the king of Crete, was in great distress because a terrible monster called the Minotaur was destroying his people. This fierce monster had the shape of a man with a horned head like that of a wild bull. For a long time Minos had tried to kill him, but could not, nor could he build a cage strong enough to hold the monster securely. As soon as Daedalus, a famous Greek, learned of this great trouble, he went to the king and said, Oh, Minos, I can help you. How so? answered King Minos. Who are you, and what can you do? Daedalus replied boldly, I am Daedalus, the architect from Athens. You surely have heard of me and what I can do. What? cried the king. Are you the famous Athenian sculptor? I am, answered Daedalus quietly. "'Welcome, welcome!' exclaimed King Minos. "'Thrice welcome, Daedalus! "'You come in time of sore need. "'Tell me, can you build a cage to hold this wild minotaur securely? "'Will you?' "'I can and I will, O king,' said the sculptor. "'Thereupon this Athenian stonecutter began to show his wonderful skill in all kinds of handicraft. "'All manner of tools were soon ready. "'What are you about to do, O Daedalus?' asked King Minos, wonderingly. "'You will see,' answered Daedalus. "'I have planned to cut what I call a labyrinth out of the solid rock of the hill just before us.' "'A labyrinth? What do you mean by a labyrinth?' asked the king. "'You will see,' answered Daedalus. "'I shall hew out of the rock a central chamber with many winding passages leading to it.' These passages will be so mixed up that only he who knows the secret can find his way into the central chamber and out again. Then Daedalus showed his plan to the king, who puzzled a long time over the twists and turns. The windings are certainly very confusing, said the king. Even though I see them all at the same time, I can see no path clear. I am constantly blocked. What would happen if I were in the labyrinth itself? When, at last, this wonderful labyrinth was completed, King Minos and all his people greatly rejoiced. Soon after this, their joy was doubled at the news that the fearful Minotaur had nosed his way into the entrance and had not come out. "'You may safely rejoice,' cried Daedalus. "'Your Minotaur can never find his way out!' Now Andragius, the son of King Minos, was fond of travel. He visited many strange places. While he was in Greece, in the capital city of Athens, he became mixed up in a street brawl and lost his life. When the news reached Crete, King Minos at once went to war against the Athenians. After a furious battle, Athens was taken. The Athenians, to save themselves, agreed to do whatever King Minos wanted. The king of Crete demanded that every ninth year seven young men and seven young maidens should be sent to Crete from Athens. These the fierce king, in bitter revenge for the loss of his son, cast into the labyrinth, where they were destroyed by the raging minotaur. 
The Athenians lamented sorely over this, but they could not help themselves. However, Theseus, son of the king of Athens, determined that he would slay the dreadful Minotaur or die in the attempt. King Minos had promised to grant them freedom if any Athenian killed the monster. Therefore, when King Minos came to Athens to make the third choice of young men and young maidens, Theseus offered to be one of them, and was accepted. His father, the king of Athens, was in great sorrow. Theseus tried to comfort him. Dear father, do not despair, he said. I shall surely kill this monstrous beast and free our beloved people from the fierce wrath of Minos. So the ship, with its sails full spread, set out for Crete. According to the strange belief of these people, King Minos was the son of Zeus, the great god of the heavens, and Theseus was the son of Poseidon, the god of the sea. During the voyage, Minos offended one of the maidens. Theseus protected her and rebuked the king. Minos grew very angry at the bold youth and determined to humble him. He walked to the high stern of the ship and, lifting his arms towards the heavens, called out in a loud voice, O Zeus, mighty father, hear me! If thou art indeed my father, send forth from the heavens a swift flash of fire as a sign. The legend says that mighty Zeus heard the prayer of Minos and that a stream of fire flashed across the sky. Then, turning toward Theseus, Minos said, If thou, Theseus, art indeed the son of the sea-god Poseidon, cast thyself boldly into the sea and bring back this ring. At this, Minos took a shining ring from his finger and threw it away from him into the water. Immediately, Theseus sprang over the side of the ship and plunged headfirst under the rolling waves. Everyone thought the bold youth would drown and cried aloud to the pilot to bring the ship about in order to pick him up. But Minos commanded that the vessel should be kept before the wind. So the ship went swiftly on, and the young men and maidens shed bitter tears of grief. But the sea god Poseidon took good care of his son Theseus. He sent a beautiful bright-colored dolphin to carry the youth on his back to the great sea god's palace under the sea. There Theseus was gladly welcomed. A robe of gleaming purple was thrown around his shoulders, and on his head was placed a wreath of roses. Then the sportive Nereids brought him the ring which Minos had cast into the sea, and carried him swiftly back to the onward-speeding ship. When Theseus once more stood upon the deck, all saw that his purple robe was not wet, and that the wreath of roses on his dark hair gleamed red as blood. They also saw that the ring was on his hand. Then the youths and maidens sang with joy, and the ship sailed on to the island of Crete. Ariadne, the daughter of King Minos, ran to meet her father when he landed from the ship. She was tender of heart and hated cruelty. She pitied the Athenians and spoke kindly to them. When one of the maidens told her what Theseus intended to do, Ariadne warned him of the danger. The minotaur, she said, could not easily be overcome. Then, too, Theseus might lose his way in the labyrinth and so perish. Theseus could not be moved from his purpose. Finally, Ariadne promised to help him. When he was ready, she took a large ball of thread and went with him to the entrance of the labyrinth. There she fastened securely the end of the thread. 
Then she gave him the ball and told him to unwind it as he moved forward. By this means, she said, he would always be able to find his way back again. After long and weary searching, Theseus found the central chamber. At the sight of him, the Minotaur gave a loud bellow and made a furious rush at him. The young man nimbly leapt to one side. As the monster passed by, Theseus made a quick thrust with his dagger and drove it up to the hilt right into the heart of the beast. That was the end of the Minotaur. Trembling with joy, the brave young man quickly retraced his steps and, by the aid of Ariadne's thread, soon found his way safely out of the labyrinth. There he told his story and demanded the release which Minos had promised. With his companions whom he had delivered, Theseus set sail for home, where there was great joy over his victory. End of chapter 33 End of Fairy Stories My Children Love Best of All by Edgar Dubbs Scheimer.